Welcome to Sell Like You, the ultimate sales podcast that will teach you how to make sales your superpower, transform your mindset, and in doing so, explode your sales beyond your wildest dreams. I'm Harriet Meller, and over the last 17 years, I've helped hundreds of top companies around the world, including my own, make more money and qualify more leads using simple strategies that work. In this podcast, you'll learn how I generated over 10 million in annual sales, along with the sales techniques, processes, and tools that will work for you to generate more dream-aligned clients and scale your business beyond what you thought was possible. If you're sick of the boring, outdated, and pushy sales tactics of the past, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sell Like You podcast with me, Harriet Meller. And this week's episode is about bringing your team together to share experiences, languages, key messages, challenges, wins within the organization. Now your team, your sales team, potentially marketing team, and also your delivery team have got so much information, knowledge, awareness, insights into your clients, into their problems, into their language, their what else is going on there as well. And often businesses are not sharing or collaborating or bringing people together to share this information. And it's a huge missed opportunity, in my opinion. Now, if you are hosting a sales meeting, this is also a great time to be able to incorporate certain components of what I'm about to share with you today. You can also suggest, or I can also suggest that there is a time that you can bring people together specifically to do this task. So outside of your sales meeting, for example, once a month, you bring key people together to share that information. Now, it doesn't need to be the same people every time, especially if you are spreading it across the business. So to give you an example, if you want to incorporate this into your sales meeting, I would do one of these things every week and split it out. So we're not spending the entire sales meeting talking about one deals, lost deals, language, objections, new clients, success stories, so on and so forth. But we choose one per week and therefore each month you're gathering data. If you want to do this outside of your sales meeting, then you can do this once per month and again, allocate an hour or so and be able to gather that information. And you could maybe bring in some of the highlights into the sales meeting if you're not using that time. So a few options for you to play with. So if we're going to be bringing this into the sales meeting, now often you're looking at numbers, pipeline, and things that have closed, things that have dropped off, things that have moved out into the next quarter, but we're not necessarily diving into that. So for example, if we want to see the organizations, the new clients that have come on board, we're going to be looking at those one deals. Okay. So we may go through that and we may look at it from a revenue perspective. So you may say, awesome, this week I've closed $50,000. Great. Okay. We can then move on because the business is looking at it from a numbers perspective or your manager or you as the manager is looking at it from a numbers perspective. Whereas we want to look at it from a client perspective, because that's going to tell us as a salesperson so much more than what a revenue point means. Okay. $50,000 is $50,000. Great. Well done. Now we move on and we try and get the next one. However, as a salesperson, we care about the client, the industry, why they purchased, what they purchased, what their problem was, what their challenge was, what their goal was, who else were they considering, what have they done previously. And the reason why we need all of that information is that it allows us to go after similar like-minded organizations that will be 
potentially facing a similar or the same problem, challenge, or desired outcome. So if you go back to a previous episode, which is replicate your ideal clients, this is where we use this type of information. Now, when we are training people from an onboarding perspective, we ask them to go and find stories within the organization. Now, when you start, you're often given a whole heap of case studies and beautifully curated communication. But again, for salespeople, it doesn't give us enough information. It's a marketing tool, which is great. It provides social proof, it provides value. But for you as a salesperson, it's going to be very difficult to use that information and go out to market with a compelling reason for them to say yes to you, at least to a meeting, let alone to saying yes to working with you. So when it comes to one deals, let's say you want to take one week and you choose one deals as being that. So it could be a past deal that has been won. It doesn't have to be that week. And you may ask the team to submit like one chosen one deal for the month or the quarter that that they would like to share. You then may choose the most compelling one to use. And then you could potentially get the other team to use a, a replicate ideal clients form to be able to do it from there. Again, you'll know if you've listened to my podcast for a while is that I give lots of action. Okay. This is not a podcast to just listen to and go, doesn't this sound great? There's lots of action to be taken. So if you are listening to this and you haven't got the opportunity to take action, keep listening, but make sure you come back and maybe highlight the minutes as to where you want to be referring back to. So you can actually implement this into your team, into your business, or suggest this to your manager, depending where you are in the business. Okay. So one deals means that we can dissect the deal. We can look at all of the elements I just mentioned, and then each person within that team can then learn from the one opportunity. Now we can do the exact same thing with our lost deals. So if we look at our lost deals, we could again, do the same thing. What deal have you lost recently? Okay. Let's dissect that deal. Why did they come to you? How far down the line did you get? What did you uncover during qualification? Did you think they were going to purchase and they didn't, or did you know they weren't going to purchase? Why did you know? What did we learn from it? What could we have done differently? What does this tell us about others in that industry or within a similar style of organization? And when we start to be able to look at that, it shows us what we can do differently. You may get perspective from other team members as to maybe coming up against a similar challenge. Did they face the same results? Were they able to turn it into a sale? Were they able to go back to them later on and convert them? Again, there's different stories that the team will be able to bring up that will support others in learning and being able to to generate a different outcome, or at least learn that maybe this type of client is not your ideal client. If everybody else within the team says, yep, I've had the same problem, there might be a development or a learning opportunity, or it might be for the business to say, do you know what? Let's not spend our time here. Let's spend our time and let's go back to our one deal And let's look at where else we can generate more opportunities from there. So we can learn a lot by sharing just one example, but by dissecting it and by going deeper into the opportunity. Okay. Again, if you're doing a lost deal one week, a one deal another week, great. You're going to be able to learn so much from that as will your team. Now, again, if we're using the other example where we are bringing people together from, let's say, marketing and delivery and sales, And let's say we're going through this same exercise of won and lost, we're able to understand where that's coming from. And maybe a delivery person would be able to give you insights into how we could have handled that differently. Do they know something that we don't as a salesperson from a technical perspective 
Now, technical can mean technical technically, or it can mean technical in terms of a complex delivery. Is it something that we just don't understand as salespeople? Maybe we just haven't had exposure to. Same thing from a marketing perspective. Are we driving the types of clients that are coming in that we are always losing? Therefore, are they our ideal clients? Marketing would love to know that information. Same thing is that if we're winning clients, where did that lead come from? So again, we've got lots of different perspectives to bring in so we can learn from them as well. So that gives us our one leads and our lost leads or lost opportunities. We've then got language. So again, we can pull out from both those won and lost. What did they come to us for? What were they hoping to achieve? What was their problem? Where had they been before? But one of the key things that businesses and salespeople are not asking is when they say yes, why? Why did they say yes? What was the reason? What was the component of your pitch, your offering, your delivery? How did you show up for them that got them to say yes? And if we don't ask them, often what I hear back from salespeople is, oh, I just showed up for them. Oh, but I'm a really nice guy. Or I called them when I said I was going to. Now, these are all very relevant and very um, informative pieces of information, but there's going to be more to it. There's going to be a business decision that was supported by how you can make more money, save money, or save time. They are the three reasons why businesses do business. Okay. Save money, make money, save time. So when it comes to language, we want to ask that information. If we are not, or if we can't answer that, then we then need to go out there and ask them. Again, this could be an exercise that marketing can help you with. If you have never done this before, can we go back and survey clients? Can we give them a reason why they should fill out a survey now, maybe a few months on? But we ultimately need to know that because that's going to help in having those conversations. A lot of the sales delivery communication and processes that we create for businesses is focused around selling based on past success, selling based on problems that we understand that we've been able to overcome. We have to have a compelling enough reason to get somebody to say yes to a meeting, to having that initial conversation. And if we don't know the reason why, it's very difficult for us to connect on that level. There's lots of podcast episodes about linking language, about uncovering that. So if you want to go deeper on that, I would recommend going back to another episode. But ultimately from that language piece, we can glean so much from that, that we can use in our future opportunities, in driving more opportunities. Now, again, same thing comes through with objections. What objections have we heard this week? What misconceptions have we heard? This is going to help from marketing. It's going to help us from an output perspective. Again, if we know what objections we're coming across, we can ultimately answer them as part of our outreach. We don't have to wait for an objection to be able to overcome it. We can join it early. We can share the fact that we understand that timing is always difficult. However, we had a client that recently shared XYZ were able to bring an objection to life by sharing how you can have an impact. So we've got the objections that can come through. It will help your marketing team drive better marketing. It will help the rest of the sales team understand objections. And it will also link into what development do we need to be able to provide to salespeople to be able to support us overcoming those objections. Okay. There's so much learning that comes from just sharing really quick brief, short examples. Okay. So one deals, lost deals, language that we're going to glean from that objections, misconceptions, questions that we have faced. Again, most salespeople have faced something else before 
So again, can you help that other person in overcoming? Can we learn from it? Can we drive a different outcome based on what we've understood? Okay. Now the final two things we can look at is new clients and industries. So again, this comes from our one deals or maybe from our inquiries as to what new clients have we brought on board? What industries are inquiring? What industries are we identifying new problems in? Again, I referenced the Replicate Your Ideal Clients table and the past podcast episode. Highly recommend going back to that because this is really utilized within there and it will give you a framework to go from. And then finally, success stories, which again does link back to our one deals. Um, It comes back to why, but it looks at the outcome. So again, if you are providing a service, I know most people listening, a service-based business-to-business clients or organizations, and you want to be able to share success stories, but ultimately we want to look at what's happened in the following three, six, 12 months. Okay. When I look at the clients that I work with, we have impact right away. We have those quick wins and we see success over a period of time. If I didn't survey clients after three, six and 12 months, we wouldn't be able to capture the impact that our training and enablement and consulting delivers to our clients because we have an impact beyond day one, day 20, day 50. So for you, if that is you, we need to be capturing success stories further down the line to understand how we've had a wider impact to the people we've worked with or the business or their lives. Okay. So again, success stories, marketing will love hearing this. If you've got success stories to share, case studies, testimonials, they are always crying out for more of this because it makes their job easier, which ultimately makes your job easier if they can generate you more leads. Okay. So Let's do a quick recap because as you know, I like things fiery. We get things moving quite quickly and I've given you a hell of a lot in this episode and I know it's December. So you already got a lot on your plate. So let's recap. So we've got recommend bringing team together. Now you can do that as part of your sales meeting by incorporating one, only one. We don't want to negate from what it is that we're actually doing in our sales meetings, which should be extremely impactful. We want to choose one of the areas that I've shared to be able to bring that into your sales meeting. So do you want to share a one deal one week, a lost deal another week, an objection a third week, and then maybe a language clarification a fourth week and do that on a monthly cycle. If you would like to bring in other people from the business, we mentioned marketers, we mentioned delivery, we mentioned other areas of the business, whoever you see fit, then I would recommend doing this as a side opportunity, as a side session that might need an hour or so and you bring people into that conversation and we do everything at once. So we have an agenda, people come prepared. You ask somebody to share an example of a one, maybe the next person shares a lost, but we learn from it. Ensure that the team provides you with key takeaways of what you've gathered during these sessions. Okay. And then we walk away and then they're able to implement it. And we do it again the following month or the following week. I would love to know If this is something that you are going to implement, we've had clients generate incredible success by just simply sharing their experiences individually. Okay. Great success from it. So I know you can too. So I'd love to know if you are going to implement this, how you're going to implement it. Is it in your sales meeting? Is it in your monthly team meeting where you're bringing other people in? And what are the results that you've been able to get? Thank you so much for having me in your ears for the last 15 minutes or so. I wish you an incredible end of year. I wish you a great break if you are having one. 
and I look forward to being back in your ears. The podcast will not stop. We'll still be here. Um, So enjoy your break. I hope this helped. Let me know. Drop me a note. Connect with me on LinkedIn and I will be back soon. Thank you for tuning into the Sell Like You podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and be sure to subscribe to never miss another one. A huge thank you to Vitality House for hosting today's recording. And I look forward to being back into your ears soon.